We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app among his books swimming the volga if you know the volga it's a russian river how does he know about that well he was not only a senior defense official but also attache to the russian federation including a stint from 2012 to 2014 when russian troops were amassed on the ukrainian border and once again we're in that same situation right now approximately 100,000 troops along that ukrainian border and the world is wondering what exactly is going to happen next so let's find out from somebody who knows he is now a retired brigadier general. His name is Peter Zwack, and he is kind enough to join us on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Peter, thank you so much for being with us, and thank you for your service and the 34 years you served and gave to the United States Army. Oh, thank you, uh, Rick, and uh, greetings uh, to your listeners. We are looking forward to this conversation because I think a lot of people are saying, okay, wait a second, 100,000 troops, that sounds like a lot. But it's also not strategically enough for Russia to go into Ukraine and take it over. Or is it? Is this much ado about nothing? Or is this, hey, we got to pay attention to something? Um, a, a, a critical question, Rick. Um the answer is the capability, um, the risk of all sides, including the nobody wants to break out into a war, but the risks of a provocation, of an accident, of an incident, uh, when tempers are high and, and you have a lot of metal um, um, driving around and ships moving and airplanes, there are all kinds of ways to, to fall into one of these horrific, how did we get here moments as before, the, I would say, the First World War. Don't think we're there. Uh, don't think we're going there. But it is in the realm of possibility. This is why it's so dangerous. Uh, yes, uh, 100,000, 100, nobody knows the exact number. But the Russians um, have interior lines, the ability to project a lot of troops quickly, into Ukraine, and a big difference from now in 2014 is that they're there on the border and unambiguously, and they could also come in heavy with air power. And back in that time, when I was in Moscow, they were saying they weren't there and couldn't do that. Um, I don't think the forces they're talking about are enough to take all of Ukraine, but they could certainly take what they call the rest of eastern Ukraine, uh, the Donbass is what they call and in a worst case, push all the way out to the Dnieper River, which is really the east-west divide. If you all look at a map, and many of you I know know the ground, uh, Ukraine sits between Russia and, if you will, the rest of Eastern Europe. 
And one of the reasons the Russians are so sclerotic about this is that's exactly the route that the Nazis came uh, in uh, 80 years ago through Ukraine and through Belarus to the north. And in a horrific uh, war on the Russian front, 20 to 26 million Soviets, not just Russians, but also Ukrainians, Belarusians, and, and, and Balts and all. So there is a lot of baggage here. Bottom line, the Russians could, could invade. They could pick the time and the place. Um, what is interesting is that they are so unambiguous about being there. They're letting us all know. I mean, they're not hiding their movements. So this is probably posturing, um, chest thumping, look at us, but if they don't get their way, uh, or there is something bad that happens, they can go. Last thing on this preamble, the Russian military um, um, is, is, is far better than it was uh, 15 years ago when they invaded pieces of Georgia, uh, and even in 2014. But it also is one-third draftees. And as we've learned in the United States, friends, and, and with our allies, it's a whole lot easier to get into a war then getting in there, now you've taken the ground, and now what do we do? Especially when uh, Ukrainian partisans are chipping away at them, uh, the conscripts are, are, are texting home, uh, this is really, really ugly, and the Russian population starts to get restive. And the Russian population, the bulk of them, do not want a war with Ukraine and the West. So there's a lot swirling here, but there's also a lot of passion and emotion in this, what makes this especially dangerous. Retired Brigadier General Peter Zwack joining us here. 34 years in the U.S. Army, went in as a private first class, went to officer candidate school, and 31 years later he came out as a Brigadier General of the U.S. Army. Is Vladimir Putin a military mind that the United States and the West need to be concerned about? Or are the political pressures on him that would be coming from the internal forces in Russia more than he can deal with there? What, what do you think? Where does he come down on that military versus politician? Yes. Um, first, uh, I will say this about Putin. And, and uh, I, I, among, I would say, most of what you would call, you know, Russia hands, watchers, uh, we miscalculated on Putin when he came to power in 2000. I think most of us thought he was KGB guy, be right. there for four years, six years. Friends, he's been there for 22 years. Right. He is certainly um, uh, uh, it's, it, he is certainly uh, adversarial, um, uh, and he looks at us. I think in many ways as a crime boss looks at others looking for respect, and he's feeling disrespect. And I think that kind of sort of personally may drive it, but um, I, I think a lot of folks will say that he is a tactician and an opportunist, not a grand strategist. Um, however, now he has to look at this thing strategically. If it goes to violence and the Russians get sucked in, and we know what it's like to get sucked in, it's, it's hard now to pull back. Uh, and now they've got the whole world, except for China and a few others, screaming at them, major, major international embargoes, sanctions, all the things we've been reading about. And remember also that among his strategic group are those oligarchs and moneyed interest people that, while are very patriotic and all with Putin, um, a bad war 
is bad for business when you're millionaires and billionaires. So there's a lot to deal with. Finally, the Russian population, we look at them enduring and eternally patient. Uh, remember, they, they viciously snapped not once, but twice in the last century, the Russian Revolution, and in 1989 to 91, which is part where my book is about. And so Putin is always a part of him, is looking over his shoulder. So this is a big move, potentially. Uh, I think in some ways he's on the edge of a precipice. He goes, he goes in, played out. Um, if he doesn't go... Uh, there'll be those that will call him for weaknessing, but I think a lot of people are also pleased that he didn't go. Uh, so there's a lot. So master strategist, no. Tactician, opportunist, yes. And a survivor. He's been in power for 22 years and possibly could be around for another 14 years by the, uh, by the Russian electoral laws, which is about, which could be in theory as long as, uh, President Xi of China, so they could be talking together for a long time. So he has a lot on his mind of Vladimir Putin. We very uh, much he is the devil we know. Yes, that's right. That's a, a very good point, and sometimes that's better than the one you don't. Thank you so much for being with us again and for your service, sir. We appreciate your expertise in this area. Thank you. Thank you for calling me. All the best and, and happy holidays to you. Thank all. you very much. Retired Brigadier General Peter Zwack on the Rick Dayton Show. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.